0: Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride.
1: Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode number 88. I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettis, and with me, as always, is my illustrious co-host, Titanium Tony Estrella, Titanium. Checking in, checking in, co-host checking in. Checking, checking in, in, checking in. Yeah, we're here. we're here,
0: brother. Yeah. Um, exciting weekend. Yeah, pretty.
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty good. You know, I mean, this fall is here, so that's uh, that's always good. So. Yeah, I love this weather. You know, autumn Don't you is love awesome. This weather. Autumn is awesome, man. Awesome. It's great when the humidity leaves and the leaves start falling and football. football. Yeah, 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 it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. All right, well, let's get the show started. And before we uh, get started, we always like to thank the listeners that bring the show to you. And those are our patrons. Patreon.com supertalk super talk is how you become a member of the patron. So what does that mean? Well, you donate a dollar every time we uh, come out with an episode, and it's a way to give back to the show that's giving to you. Hey, you know what? Everything that we do does cost money, and for our listeners to help support the show and help us keep doing what we do because we love doing it for you, that's great. So if you want to become a
0: member, patreon.com slash super talk is how you do that. Yeah. Thanks to those that uh, subscribe. And thanks for you yeah. guys that are thinking about we, uh,
1: we so, couldn't yeah. or wouldn't do this without the listening audience. That's for Appreciate sure. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and so let's jump right in the review section. We did have a new episode. Episode six of She Hulk came out this past week, uh, as you and I kind of uh, briefly discussed prior to the
0: show filler episode right kind of a filler episode uh very sitcom-ish very standalone it was definitely standalone i don't think it moved the story any further except for the very end but um yeah very sitcom type of uh episode um that that you see in a lot of sitcoms so yeah standalone wedding episode right yeah she and there was actually two storylines there's an a and a b storyline kind of
1: yeah it was it was a little strange and and Look, I think we're both very disappointed because we were hopeful that this was going to be the Daredevil episode. I guess everybody
0: was disappointed. The teaser after last episode, episode five, with the helmet. And then they come up with this. I think everybody was kind of disappointed. Well, and I,
1: I, I think you know, the way I look at it is, well, now we're one week closer to Daredevil, I guess. I, and I don't know if that's going to be next this week's episode. I haven't seen a, a preview for this week at all, um, so I don't know. But I'm hopeful that
0: happens. And Tons of rumors. I'm looking forward to that. Tons. But this—he's yeah, in three episodes. He's in one episode. <laughs> the Hulk is coming. Banner's coming back for the last episode. So I, many. Rumors. I do believe he
1: is coming back because, um. um the the actress who plays uh, Titania um, mentioned that she had had some on screen s- scenes with um, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, and we wow. haven't seen any of those. Oh, great. So I, I do believe he does come back, which, again, leads us to believe we might find out where he went and why he went there That's and, and the all kinds question. of other stuff. That's yeah. what I want to know. Yeah. So maybe and, and it's possible that that is where this show is moving. But to your point, this one was very self-contained, yeah. had a specific plot. Jennifer had been invited to be a bridesmaid in a, in a wedding of somebody, one of her friends from high school. And I'll say friend very loosely because this is one of those people that, you know, from high school that, you know, 10 years later, you know, invite people from high school to be in their wedding, but they really were never really close friends. You can kind of tell they were never really tight. Yeah. Um, and they had their adult life. yeah, Yeah. And had a very interesting relationship or weird relationship, but, um, you know she's she's a bridesmaid. And she's excited to wear one of the new dresses that, uh, the the what broker? What's a, it's a what's the name of the the costume guy? What's his oh, name? Uh, uh, dip broker. The the, the drip drip broker. broker. Yeah, yeah.
0: But the costume guy, the guy that does that, his name's <clears throat> Luke. Uh, I don't know if he's the drip broker, but the no. drip broker is is Alonzo, the guy yeah, that knows the guy Alonzo Alonzo his knows, Luke.
1: knows Luke. Well, Luke made a dress for her, and she was really excited to wear it. Uh, when she shows up for the wedding, she shows up as She-Hulk. And these are the scenes we've seen from the trailers where everybody's admiring how hot she looks in this dress and everything, her booty looks so good and all this yeah. other stuff. And and the the bride comes out and says, uh, hey, you know what? I, I didn't expect you to come here like this. You know, you're stealing all of my thunder. Can you just be Just Jen for this episode? <laughs> and I think the name of the episode was Just Jen. Yeah. Um. And so she has to now just be Jennifer during, yeah. during the whole thing. Uh, again, most of this really centers around the wedding there, her cousin is, uh, DJing the wedding and, you Do know, you
0: remember what his name is. I it was don't. hilarious. It was like Chad Hulk or something. The Chad DJ Hulk. Oh, yeah. His, his, his,
1: <laughs> his DJ name. I can't remember. What oh, it's hilarious. It was kind of
0: funny. I'll put it up on the screen for YouTube. But, uh, you know, he, the, again, most of the, the episode
1: centered around the wedding and they were making her do all these things that she didn't want to do. And, uh, Titania ends up showing up, uh, how she got an invite. I have no idea, but the bride seemed to be happy that she was there and jennifer confronts her hey you're just here you know to ruin the wedding you're just here to to show me up and she's like i don't know what you're talking about well of course right you know after in the reception titania confronts her knocks her across the room she's like you know drunk because she's been drinking the whole reception and <laughs> she finally turns into she hulk and basically whips her ass again yeah. breaks her teeth and everything yeah. else it was it was kind of funny
0: yeah her veneers or something yeah her veneers. yeah it was,
1: it, that was pretty funny but i i think the 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 one good part of this episode was her friend Nikki um, and the other lawyer. I can't remember what her name was. They're kind of struck up a little bit of a friendship, but um, they found this website called the intelligentsia. And uh, there was all these posts on this website about, you know, kill she Hulk. How do we kill her? How do we, how do we destroy her? How do we stop her? And and she was like, wow, this is is like a anti she Hulk website. What's going on here. Um, And so they were concerned and, and, you know, she, you know, told Jennifer this as much, you know, say, Hey, there's this website out there of people that are out to get you and you got to be careful and all this other stuff. And then the end scene of of the show this week, uh, we see somebody on the website getting a message from somebody whose code name is Hulk King. So we don't know who that is. And then we see him working with a new, we see him holding the old syringe that they had tried to use to steal that the, the wrecking crew wrecking crew tried to steal her yeah. blood with and with a bent needle. And he's now fashioning a new syringe with like this titanium needle, big, really big and long yeah. needle that he can hopefully penetrate her skin with. Um,
0: so there's a lot of theories around what's going on yeah. here. Like who that person is. Yeah. Like what did he mean <clears> by <throat> is the next phase to the operation? Is it in, in, uh, in progress? and, you know, could that be the guy that was kind of flirting with her, hitting on her? Once at the one she had wedding? a blind date with? Yeah. Well, no, no. The, the guy that she oh. met at the wedding. That it guy was coming on to her. Oh, people are thinking that he, he might be, involved? he might be involved. Like he's, you know, part of getting to know Jen instead of she Hulk to get close to her so that he can get her blood. Um, there was, and, and then there's some theories that
1: the one guy she went on one of those blind dates with that was asking her about her powers. And, and you know, when did she get him? Does she have any other powers that, you know, and remember we saw him yeah. during the trial episode there's some theories that he might be that guy that right. he's kind of working with in the intelligentsia to kind of try to, you know, and, and then there's the grand theory that we're now going to get the leader um, is going to be uh, the, the big villain or be revealed as the villain of this show um, because he is going to be coming back in the Captain America movie. Interesting. Uh, so they're thinking. Well, the leader is the one who's behind all of this. Maybe
0: that could be the tie-in. Yeah, so. that's interesting because he's going to be in Captain America. Yeah, they
1: said they've already announced that he's going to be the villain in that movie. Oh, wow. So uh, who knows? But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so at least there was some kind of plot development going on in the show. What, but what do uh, you think
0: about the whole whole Mister Immortal kind of sidetrack? The 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 his ex-wives coming after him Mr. Yeah, Immortal. that was the other you mentioned Newton, right? Yeah.
1: Uh, I think in the comics he is, but yeah. there that was the other side story that um uh, Nikki and the other lawyer were defending this guy named Mr. Immortal and he yeah. basically can't die. He goes, "Well, I actually do die, but only temporarily and then I come back and He had married, what, like nine women? Yeah, like 12 or something. Had relationships, some short relationships, some long marriages. He had a child with one of them, uh, and they were all suing him because basically when he got tired of being with them, he would kill himself um and then move on to the next person <laughs> to get out of yeah. the marriage yeah that was it I that was bizarre it was funny you yeah. know there is side comedy like you said a sitcom type of thing but you know i, I don't know how much to, if we're reading a lot of people
0: it, are I reading think. into that but i don't i don't see there i being don't either anything I, I think it is what it is I yeah, mean, it it's face is value it stuff right and that website wasn't just about she-hulk though it was, there was a lot of stuff on it like inside superhero stuff um but when they clicked on the She-Hulk link to all about She-Hulk, all that hate stuff came up. I think that's interesting. I think that's going to be a big key. And who is uh, Hulk King? Hulk King.
1: Yeah. I think it's one of those three people, right? right. I, I think it, it, my guess is it's the leader. That's who that okay. is, right? And But I think that guy that she went on that blind date with is involved somehow. Involved somehow. Yeah. He, he seemed or a Or that guy creepy. from the wedding that was yeah. like
0: hitting on her, trying yeah. to get close to her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'd be You know, again, filler episode, uh not my favorite episode by far. Uh I hope the I would story venture lines... to
1: say my least favorite episode though so you, far.
0: You know what? Uh yeah, between that one and the one before that, at least the, the one trial. before that yeah, yeah, the trial one uh yeah. Both about the even for me, but hey, look, I tell you what, when my when expectations of this in, show are very different, though, I don't yeah, have course. these
1: expectations of it of being good. So, when it's entertaining and again, it's 26 minutes or whatever it is, it's like, ah, it's all right. Let know? me
0: ask you this Do you like it? Uh, do you like it more than Miss Marvel? Oh, without question, I yeah. mean, that, yeah, okay. a million miles better than Miss Marvel. Yeah, I agree. I like, agree I would,
1: too. if I had seen both series and they said, okay, if you'd only watch one again, which one would you watch? It'd be She Hulk and a. Yeah. In a millisecond. Of course. But yeah. I mean, agree. Yeah. So, hopefully, again, we only have three episodes left. So, it seems to me that, I mean, Daredevil is going to be in one of them. We know that for sure. And I think we're going to get some conclusions, maybe some of the plot points. But, you know, hopefully these next three are going to be really good. I
0: think it'll bounce once Daredevil is on it. I think it'll be a huge spike. I yeah. think it'll really start to. Everybody's tickle. looking forward of to it. Of course. That. Yeah. Big disappointment this episode. That's probably yeah, why it was. Yeah. A, but and also if they bring back the Hulk too, that would be pretty big. If they brought back Banner, well, we know. I think the one other kind of
1: sequence of scenes that we haven't seen yet, we know there's another episode with the Abomination where there where she ends up going to his retreat mountain or something. retreat. Yeah, and you know there's all these other powered. Oh, individuals you're right. We haven't seen we haven't any seen of that. that episode yet too. So. Whether that's this one that's coming up or the next one, I I don't know, but yeah, we'll we'll kind of see. Emil Leblonsky, yeah, yeah. So cool, uh, yeah. All right, all right, great. Let's move on to some of the news. Uh, I got a few things, and and one of the things I want to announce in the news first is uh, Titanium has been working feverishly on identifying a location for our next live episode, which we plan to do for our 100th episode, right around Christmas. So keep. Keep that in mind. It will be right around the Christmas time, which in some ways will be good. Everybody will be home. The kids will be home from college. It'll, it'll be a lot, you know, hopefully on a day when everybody's not working and, and we're working on it and he's got a location kind of scouted and yeah. he's working kind of to, to arrange that. So we, we don't have anything to announce yet. As soon but as we
0: nail that down, we will be announcing it and promoting it heavily. Absolutely. We'd love to see everybody come out. Yeah. Our it'll live be shows local have been here great. in Virginia.
1: Yeah. Our live shows have been great. So we're really looking forward to doing another one. Um, another piece of news so you you, you had a few things you want to talk about today so something about black panther so yeah
0: rumored all these are rumored obviously no but, um, confirmations no confirm- confirmations but uh rumor is is that we're going to get two end credit scenes in wakanda forever the black panther wakanda forever two end credit scenes which would be huge that would be great and that tells me that um, they're leading into uh Ant Man mania. They're leading phase, into fa- phase five. Phase right. five. Right. And I think those two end credit scenes will be pivotal in in setting that up, which I'm excited for.
1: Yeah. So we'll get we'll get two end credit scenes you would think. Once that that's one confirmed, of them, we'll start
0: speculating what they are.
1: One of them would likely be related to Ant Man and the Wasp mania or Loki. And possibly the other one related to Secret Invasion, which we know is coming out shortly after that. That movie hits the theaters in the spring. So, yeah. So, I got two questions for you. Are we going to get another Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer before the movie drops in November? Yes. When do you think that's going to be? Soon. Okay. (laughs) So, sometime in the next. You think before it's a month out? Maybe I, I think it will
0: be sometime before October so, 15th. So mid-October. So early October. Okay. How about that? All right. And the, the, the other question I have for you. And the only reason I say that is because a lot of that's been leaked already. What they showed. Oh, at 23, uh, which yeah. is brilliant. It looks great. What they did show. Um, so you think
1: they're just fine-tuning it for... I think
0: they're fine-tuning it for a And you know trailer. they're going to ramp
1: up the the promotion for this, right? I think we'll
0: get one more trailer. Um, I, I really do. And the Empire, that magazine, came out with some really cool stills and uh, new pictures of, the, of, of Wakanda Forever. Uh, a great shot of Namor, which he looks spectacular. Yeah. I mean, he looks... He looks so good in this. I'm I'm starting to get hyped for this movie big time. So the other question I wanted to ask you sure. is, do you think we will have a
1: trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania when we go to see Black Panther in the theaters?
0: No. Really? Yeah. No, I don't.
1: You don't think that they'll release because, that trailer?
0: Because it would make sense to do that. And typically, lately, we've been disappointed. We've been disappointed. <laughs> it would make way too
1: much sense it for would Marvel make, to do that. That's
0: what... People would assume and it would make sense to do that, but the way Marvel has been playing right. these trailers lately, they've been pushing them, pushing them, pushing them. We're not getting them till the very last minute. I don't think we're gonna wow. get it.
1: Yeah, because you're right, because we we fully expected that we would get at least a Thor Eleven Thunder teaser when Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness came to theaters. Yeah. And we didn't. No. We're like, what's taking
0: so long? Right.
1: So what your your theory is. We probably will likely not get a trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp until after yeah, the holidays.
0: After the holidays, yes. Maybe
1: Super Bowl time frame. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, well, because the movie comes out in March, right? That so, would make
0: sense. Yeah. I would say Super Bowl time. That would make sense. Yeah. Now, it would be smart to take some of um, Black Adam's thunder and launch that trailer right the same weekend. You
1: know what? That would be when I think they would do the new Black Black Panther, Panther trailer. trailer. For when that, Black Adam comes out on that the 17th of October or whatever? As
0: far as a marketing chest, that would be a great move. You know, king to three, you know. Yeah. King.
1: You go to the theater to see, to see Black Adam and you get a, uh, Black, a Panther Black Panther tra- trailer. trailer. Strong. Yeah. That would strong. be
0: strong. That's a statement.
1: All right. Um, and you had some other news about uh, our our, our she hulk character, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, supposedly rumor is is that she's going to be in Captain America 4, which would be cool. Now, what you just said ties into that. If the leader... That would make a lot of sense. ...is going to be the Hulk King, the leader, and they introduce the leader in She-Hulk, and he, we know he's in that. We already got confirmation. We got confirmation he's in The actor's in that. coming back to, to
1: portray the leader character he portrayed in the... Incredible Hulk movie. Right. Um, so that started Edward Norton, that version of the Incredible Hulk. He's coming back to play that character. And we we've been, it's been confirmed he is going to be the villain or one of the main villains in uh, the Captain America New World Order uh, movie. But your confirmation, your, well, the rumor now is that She-Hulk will be back in that movie. Yes. And I think that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. We've, and again, we've been promised this so often that, Hey, we're going to introduce characters and give you characters in these Disney plus shows that will branch out and move into major motion pictures. Now we know that that's happening with, with Ms. Marvel and, um, Captain Marvel, right? you know, and, and, or, you know, what spectrum or whatever they're calling her. We got spectrum and photon, photon, whatever they're going to call her. Um, uh, Tiana Paris's character, we know that she's going to be in the Marvel's movie, and we know Ms. Marvel's going to be in the Marvel's movie, so we know that's happening. We Again, we've been promised this with other characters, and so it would make a ton of sense. And I, I think having She-Hulk in the MCU is great. Yeah. And it allows, frankly, it allows Mark Ruffalo to kind of back off a little bit, do some other things. And again, there's been rumors about you know a World War Hulk project that's happening, and, and so then you can kind of separate the storylines, but you can have a female strong character on a superhero team, and I and She Hulk has been on the Avengers, she's been in the Fantastic Four. I mean, she is a huge character in the Marvel comics, and yeah. so I think it's great—not
0: the for her. West Coast Avengers, but the Avengers, Avengers, regular Avengers. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So awesome! It'll be great. What a great character! I mean, it's a great character. The show is. Silly, and it's a comedy, and it's sitcom-ish, but still, don't take away from the, A, the actress that's playing She-Hulk, and the character itself. I'd love to see Well, we got a lot of She-Hulk
1: in the first episode,
0: when it was her,
1: um, you know, testing her powers and all those other things. Which, by the
0: way, was the best episode. So so
1: far, but I do believe we're going to get a lot more of She-Hulk in these last three episodes just simply because, you know, they want to showcase what she can do. Yeah. And there's going to be some conflicts where she does have to use her powers, right? Yeah. So, great. So, I'm really excited about that. Uh, we did get, you know, a little bit of a disappointing confirmation. For the director of the Werewolf by Night series, No, by the way, that comes out, what, October 7th, I believe? October 7th. Yeah, it comes uh-huh. out on Disney Plus, a and Werewolf some by media Night media insiders
0: special. have already seen it.
1: Yeah, they released it to, uh, and for some reason, we didn't get our invitation. Oh, but,
0: did I tell you this? Yeah. I got news for you. What's that? Good news. What's that? Uh, I reached out to several PR arms of Disney. Several. I think it was four emails that I found, and I did a lot of digging. And I reached out. I wrote this, like, paragraph. Well, you saw I've done that before. I reached out to the guy who owns PR for Marvel Studios and never heard back from him. I reached out to a bunch of Disney, and I heard back from them. And we are added to some list, some media list. Where they're going to start emailing us uh, information on upcoming shows and Disney stuff, Disney related stuff. You
1: got confirmation that that's I got happening confirmation.
0: now. And I got one email already, but it was about um, what are the the singing uh, kids? What are those? The Asian group, the BTS or BST or B- BTS. B- is yes. it BTS. Yes. Oh, I got. I nailed yeah, it. Nailed it. That's shocking. Yeah. Um, that I got information about that and a whole like list of what the show is about. They're doing a wh-
1: show on Disney Plus or something. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So that's already started. Like butter. I, I have no, okay. <laughs> that scares me that you know that. That's a good song. Is man. it? I don't. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. It's but catchy. I got a whole a catchy tune. I got a whole media.
1: Um, okay, that's that's great news. It is. So maybe news. we will start getting our invitations to do this, but. Some of the industry insiders have been given access to yeah. Werewolf by Night special. They got their going they, nuts. They got their first impressions out there. Yeah. I haven't I purposely not listened to nor viewed any of them because I don't want to know what their first impressions are. Usually they say I liked it. Um, it was scary. It was this, it was that. It was very different than anything Marvel's ever done, but they can't give any details. And I you know what? I, I wanna form my own
0: opinion. Yeah. So I, okay, well, From what I heard, the one one thing that I did watch and and read about it, they were off the charts excited. And this guy is kind of a negative Nelly. He's always like very skeptical of stuff. And he goes, you're not going to believe, but I love this. So the good news is,
1: I think, and this is what the director confirmed, this is a self-contained project. They purposely said, we're going to make something that is a special presentation and it's self-contained yeah it doesn't fit into anything else we're not looking to make sure it ties into some future movie or future television show it is self-contained and you know we're not we're not doing anything special so the question was asked of the director hey what about you know moon knight and blade should we expect to see these cameos in this special and they're like look it was a you know it's an hour-long special we number one we didn't have time to do all this stuff but we kind of talked about it maybe a blade thing but you know, and frankly we wanted it to be self contained. We wanted it to be a special that was focused on this yeah. story that we're telling. And again, if you've seen the trailer, it's very Twilight Zone, yeah. you know, specific
0: like old you know, school. You know, Alfred
1: Hitchcock, fiction. you know, um, you know, the type of uh, hour long episode of a story they're trying to tell. Christopher
0: Lee type. Yeah the wax museum yep. type of feeling. And they know? wanted
1: it to, they didn't want to distract
0: from that. Yeah. So he
1: did confirm that we should not Black ex- and white. expect to see blade or moon Knight in this special. But you know, we, I did, we do see in the trailer, a very small quick clip of man thing. Yeah. Right. So hopefully we're getting that. But um, anyway, we'll kind of figure out what's happening there. But again, a little disappointment, but at the same time,
0: Still looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, and and Marvel did kind of loosely confirm. Look, we're gonna start seeing more monsters, monsters. and horror yeah. and and um, you know, kind of the supernatural stuff. He said we are venturing in that direction. Which again, you and I have talked about this. You know, that leads us into a Midnight Suns movie yeah. or something. I mean, that would be fantastic. Yeah, right? that'd be so, awesome. Awesome. Um, you mentioned uh, Tina Cuerta was in Empire Magazine, right? Yeah. And he was asked a bunch of questions in Empire Magazine. Again, this is. Uh, Empire Magazine always seems to interview an actor or actress in an upcoming Marvel movie. And they put him on the cover, and one of the things he did confirm was that Namor is a mutant. And so this will be the second, you know, confirmed mutant we've gotten yeah. from Marvel. But he did say, "Yeah, oh yeah, Namor is a mutant." So was he
0: pulling that out of his ass, or do you think he had authorization? I bet you he was told that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I bet you
1: know you know how tight lipped. Marvel Marvelous. actors are yeah. you know because they're told what they can and cannot say so I, I think he, he was either authorized to say it or he was told that and he's just repeating it so yeah I don't think why would he make that up I mean the, well you know. because he's
0: probably going off of what it what what Namor was in the comics
1: um maybe but I but I I don't know if he's that much of a seamhead, you know whatever
0: that he you know huge yeah huge reveal yeah I think it's huge. awesome yeah
1: and it makes a lot of sense.
0: It does, yeah. yeah. Especially because they can call him. First of all, they the can say mutant. they can say mutant. Uh, second of all, they can call him a mutant in this because he's not affiliated with any of those other products, any of the Fox, right? right? Any of the Fox shows and films. So right.
1: I believe. I believe Namor was owned by Universal Studios, very similar to what they own the rights to the Hulk. Right. I think Marky. Own, I think they own Namor as well. And I think Marvel kind of figured out a way to get him back somehow, some way. But um, yeah, and, and uh, Kevin Feige actually came out, and I, I think it, whether it was in the same magazine or not, but he came out and said, oh, we almost teased Namor at the end of the original Black Panther movie. Wow. He said, that was Originally one of our planned post-credit scenes was to tease Namor and way back when Black Panther came out in 2019, when did that come out? 2018 yeah. something like that. Way back then. he so said we were going to we were going to do that. And I was like, "Oh, wow. That that's pretty pretty revealing." Yeah. So th- the, he's been in their plans for some time now. Awesome. Right? I can't wait for that. Yeah, movie. this movie will be, be great just for that. Yeah. I think it's going to be yeah. great. Uh we got some new casting rumors and you know what, Marvel, I'm going to tell you this these casting rumors will continue until you put them all to bed and just make a casting announcement, right? So what's happening now is more and more actors and actresses are being linked to these Fantastic Four roles. And there's a new one that came out this week, and whether there's any truth to it or, you know, what I'll say is take all of these with a grain of salt because, you know, unless it comes from Marvel, you can't trust it. But the latest one that came out, number one, it makes a ton of sense. number two, Smoke Show. Oh, my God. Are you (laughs) kidding me?
0: In Baywatch?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, Alexandra Daddario has now been linked to the uh, Sue Storm role, and her brother, Matthew, who is also an actor, has been linked to the Johnny Storm role. Now, whether this is fan casting or somebody's just pulling stuff out of their ass, who knows? But, I mean, again, these are coming from sources that have gotten things right in the past but then gotten things wrong at the same time so you just don't know but look it would i think be pretty cool to cast a real life brother and sister to play brother and sister in a brother sister role in the movies yeah. and by the way she's smoke show
0: oh my god oh my she <laughs> now, is she is probably same level hot jessica alba type oh, of hot i would right? say
1: a very uh, modern version of Jessica Alba. and Jessica Alba was 36. And again, that, that's the criticism of this rumor has been, well, she's not blonde. You know, she's a brunette and we're like, well, Jessica Alba's a brunette, right? She happened to be blonde in the movie. You know, she dyed her hair blonde for the role. So you can make it happen. I mean, that's that don't call that a, a problem. Yeah. Heck, you can put a terrible wig on, on her like you did in the, uh, the Fantastic Four oh, revival do movie. Please oh my god, that. that was horrible. That was awful. One
0: one scene she had a wig, and one scene she did. not She had like, brown Whoa. hair one scene, and then blonde hair the next scene. It was it, awful. It was horrible. The the reshoots were so inconsistent. What's her name? Mara? Uh, Kate Mara? She's or a cute whatever. actress, yeah. but yeah. that that movie was bad.
1: Yeah, but uh,
0: yeah. So well, no, look at Jason Momoa, right? He plays Aquaman. Aquaman in the in the comics was a blonde-haired, fair-haired, fair-skinned guy. And Jason Momoa comes in at this ethnic-looking, dark hair with goatee,
1: killed it. Yeah, but and I think what they did was they had some like bleach blonde highlights in his hair to kind of show that he's you know weathered, you weathered know? Right. right, and and sun I, uh, sun highlights. Right, but I thought it was great. Um, you can you know look, you can make her a blonde. I mean, and she probably would look pretty good as a blonde.
0: Oh, I man, she's a smoke say. show. So for any sure.
1: anyway, whether there's any truth to this or not, we don't know. All I'll say is, if it happens. I'd be completely happy. I think she'd make a great Invisible Woman. Yeah. Um, but uh, until Marvel comes out and gives us anything, Grain these of salt. these rumors will continue. To, will continue to happen. So the only
0: thing we do know for sure is they nailed down uh, Sherman, the the director, and the and, writers, and the two writers. Now the two writers are kind of obscure unknowns. I think they had a big hit with an indie film that they wrote together, um, which kind of makes me nervous. Like these guys aren't seasoned savvy uh, veterans in, in this field. Um, it could be a good Look, thing and it could be a bad. Kevin thing. Feige, he's producing
1: this movie. He will be heavily involved in this movie heavily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is heavily involved and heavily invested in the success of this movie. He's like, this is the first family of Marvel. We got to get it right. Yeah. So these writers may be new, he will be shepherding a lot of what's going on there. The script will not be bad. I mean, they, they will figure this out.
0: But don't you think they would want to wait till the director is nailed down and the writers are nailed down before they even think about starting to cast?
1: Well, so again, I think there's that's why a lot of these casting rumors have been debunked, or at least, you know, theoretically debunked, is because they're like, why would you do it before you have a, a director and writers and in writers. place? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Kevin Feige is always looking for good actors and actresses to put in their movies. And he's probably got a slate of them that he's looking to place. And if they fit the roles for the movies that they have, then great. Um, I I agree with you. I, you know, when, when Marvel officially announced the writing team, they did also say the director and the writers are now working on casting the film. So they did say that. So it makes more sense, but he may say, "Hey, look! Here's the actors and actresses we've already talked to. They've expressed interest, and you know we got to pick the right ones. Right. And maybe that's what they're doing.
0: Good. All right, All right. we're close. We're close. Yeah. Um,
1: and another uh, rumor. So uh, this is kind of an interesting one. So we again we heard this several months ago that John Bernthal would be returning to the MCU as the Punisher at some point in time. We didn't know exactly when that would be, um, and we got some uh, further." confirmation this is really kind of pictures from the set and people seeing him around and and kind of you know people that are friends with him in real life um that he is coming back to cameo i believe there's a brief cameo in the echo series but he will definitely be in daredevil born again um and one of the i say a disappointing side of this is another Netflix uh character that was supposed to return right uh, was uh Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones yeah. and I think the theory now is that she had a conflict with the Daredevil Born Again schedule and and the Echo schedule she wasn't going to be able to do it so that's when they decided to bring John Bernthal in to kind of be that cameo so look I think he nailed that role. I think he's a perfect Punisher. Awesome. Yep. I think I can't wait to see him again. He fits into the storyline. He worked well with the characters and the actors and the actresses. I mean, if you go back and watch Daredevil Season 2 on Netflix, or it's now on Disney+, Plus, go back and watch Daredevil Season 2 on Disney+, Plus. that whole season with the Punisher was off the charts good. Off the good. charts. It was so good. Yeah. Him and the Kingpin in prison together and all. I mean, it was just crazy. Yeah. Um. So I can't wait to see him come back, but... I wholeheartedly believe that that Daredevil Born Again series is going to have a lot of people in it that are returning and a lot of people that are new.
0: Eighteen episodes. Eighteen episodes. Yeah. So you gotta put it's not gonna they gotta start filming now and they're gonna be filming for like two
1: years. I think they said they're starting filming early next year, right? So yeah. Um yeah, we're really excited Crazy. for that, and I, I'm really happy. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to the topic of the week this week, brought to us by our friends over at Studio GG Studios, home of the main band, Corn
0: on the cop. Corn on the juicy kernels when it hits your lips. Corn on the Cob.
1: Thanks very much, Studio G, for all your support. Please check them out. We always link their page in our show notes. Go check out their Go watch a
0: video and watch a commercial or two. Uh,
1: Let them get paid. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So our topic of the week this week, I wanted to talk about the future of the X-Men in the MCU. Um, We've talked about this. One of the big disappointments of D23, we got no announcements about mutants, no no announcements about the future of the mutants in the MCU. We know Marvel's got plans that they're going to do something with them. Theories now are that when we get through phase five and phase six, that phase seven is going to be the mutant phase and that's going to be all focused. And well, we did get a story this week. So Screen Geek came out and they were able to report that the Marvel has decided they're going to base their X-Men team or the X-Men movie that they are going to be developing on the Joss Whedon run, yes, that Joss Whedon, so the Joss Whedon who directed The Avengers, who directed Avengers Age of Ult- Ultron, very heavily involved, and unfortunately directed The Justice League after Zack well, Snyder had to leave.
0: Well, did he direct? He didn't really, well. Well, he redid it He to he, get it in the theaters. He was brought in as special counsel at the last minute and was mandated by Warner Brothers to to make some serious cuts and edits and he i mean in to his defense he did the best he could with the situation yeah look you know
1: the original avengers movie was fantastic and he was really the one who kind of brought that to the big screen so yeah, I, you absolutely. Know, give give a lot of credit there but joss whedon is a prolific uh comic book writer as a matter of fact i have one of the the issues right here of the astonishing x-men he had a run in back in the 90s Uh, Or no, in the uh, 2000s, it was like 2004 to 2008, I can't remember the time frame exactly, but uh, the Astonishing X-Men series, they're basing the movie on his run in the comics, and I'm going to talk about why that's such a great idea. So what we've seen from Fox in the past, we had the original X-Men movies, um, which was kind of a, take our favorite best characters, kind of put them on a team together uh, loosely kind of tied. And, and, you know, we took our, you know, we, we got Cyclops and Jean Grey and the Beast and and Wolverine and, you know, Rogue. We oh. have a b- bunch of other things. So we, that was the original. And then we had the kind of the, the remake, which was the, you know, James McAvoy, you know, version of the X-Men. But the team itself was similar across both of those runs in the movies. And as a matter of fact, they did the Dark Phoenix story twice, you know, X-Men, uh, uh, X-Men three, X-Men. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. No, no, no. That was Apocalypse. That Dark was, Phoenix. It wasn't the dark. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> there was X-Men that? one. There was X-2 and there was X-Men X-3, which was like that was the original Dark Phoenix where she kind of got, you know, um, that's when when Patrick Stewart's version of Professor X died in the movies um she he was killed by her you know she was kind of corrupted by magneto so that whole version and then they did the dark phoenix saga quote unquote in the james mcavoy version of the x-men and that movie was horrible Mm. it was terrible so the fact that now i want to talk about this astonishing x-men team because it's it's very different this was a run at the time the team was made up of cyclops And Emma Frost were co-leading the team. So Emma Frost, yes. Emma Frost, the White Queen, a member of the Hellfire Club. She was on the X-Men, and her and Scott were in a relationship at that time. Jean Grey had effectively died. Um, She kind of became one with the Phoenix Force, flew herself into the sun and ended up dying, became one with the Phoenix Force, and she she was gone. Um, There was no Jean Grey at that time in the comic books. So the X-Men were being led by Cyclops, and Emma Frost, but on the team were Wolverine, Beast, Kitty Pride, and Colossus, and that was the team of this Astonishing X-Men run, so you've got some very popular characters in, in, in Wolverine and Cyclops, and you've got some other characters, and um, Kitty Pride and Cyclops were in a bit of a relationship as well, but it was a really kind of interesting team, and not the characters that we're expecting. You know, there's no Angel, there's no Iceman, there's no Marvel Girl, you know, or Phoenix. There's none of that. So it's diff- very different characters. And the one thing about this that's really cool is that the storyline of this run in the comics focused on a couple of things. One was an invasion of Earth by aliens. Interesting. So yeah. we know there's. A lot of extraterrestrial stuff happening in the MCU over the next couple of years, right? With Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. potentially Nova, Secret Invasion, Secret Invasion. We got all this secret stuff. That's Wars, exactly. That's happening. That's extraterrestrial. And so, for an alien race to be aware of Earth and want to invade it, these X Men had to defend Earth from that invasion. Uh, there was a character called Ord, um, who was from a, another planet, who decided to invade. And so, anyway, I, I won't get too much detail about that but the other part of it is they focused on something called the mutant cure so um, a doctor had developed a cure for being a mutant and there were a lot of mutants that had mutant powers that were um, um,
0: several movies have kind of played around with that played around Logan was one of them uh, before that there was another mutant that had serum in him that would take away your powers well, like, there, there, is, well there, there, he didn't have serum, and there, there is
1: a mutant who can, his name was Leech, and he can actually remove mutant powers from you, and when you were near him, your mutant powers didn't work, but that was his power. But this concept of, hey, you're a mutant, and some mutants enjoyed their powers and liked them and thought it made them more powerful and stronger and that their powers benefited the world, but there were some mutants that thought that it was a disability, um, they couldn't go out in public because they looked different. Yeah. Like Nightcrawler, for example, you know, I'm blue, blue skin with a blue tail. You know, if you can cure this, I can actually walk around in public and be a regular person. Um, so there was this big struggle amongst the mutant community about should I take the cure? You know, and, and, and like a good example is Rogue. She couldn't physically contact anybody because if she did. You know, she would right. suck their memories and potentially kill them and all this other stuff that would happen. And she's like, hey, I can finally like have a relationship and have a family and all this other stuff and should i take the cure um so the fact that there is a cure and that they're offering it to mutants was a big deal in the comic books at the time and something that i think they're going to be bringing to this storyline uh, of the mutant saga of, of, of something like a cure so anyway i just think that basing it on this comic book run by Joss Whedon is is brilliant by Marvel because they're departing from what we've already seen in the movies thus far. We don't want to remake or rehash the same thing we've seen already done by Fox. We're going to do the same thing Fox did. We're just going to do it better. We're going to go back to the original team. We're just going to do it better. No, we're going to take a team of characters that you mostly already know about because they've been in movies before. Right. And we're just going to have new stories with those
0: characters, not just an origin story, but they're going to bring them in sideways and, and develop a team already. Yeah. I think it's smart. Oh I think yeah. And again, I think
1: that that Marvel's been very good about that. I mean, that's a, the best thing they did when Tom Holland came on as Spider-Man, we didn't go through the uncle Ben dying and, and him getting bit by a radioactive. Exactly. Spider. Which we did both in both, you know, Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield's yeah. version. We saw that whole thing happen. We don't need to do that. You know how Spider Man gets his powers. Right. You know, we're just gonna introduce this guy. Right. Um, this new actor as the character. And I think widely it, popular. I think it's smart. Yeah, it's very yeah. smart for Marvel to do that. So I'm looking forward to that. Again, it was it was a story that came out by Screen Geek this week. I just wanna to touch on that. Um, you know, I've got this entire run in the comics, you know, in my my collection. And and I think, you know, we can kind of draw from some of those stories as we get closer. But I thought it was great news. I just want to talk about it. I'm really excited for it again. We're probably four to five years out from even seeing any of this. stuff. No,
0: I think in, I think we're going to see something in, in 2025 In 2025. I think we're going to see. Hopefully, Something. yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. I'm hopeful that
1: 2025. I think that contract
0: is- that when we've discussed this several times on the show, I think that contract holding Marvels uh, to the wire with the producers and the actors um, getting paid if they use those or they have to use those actors. I think once that contract runs out, I think we're going to get a whole new band.
1: Look, it's possible that we could have the Secret Wars uh, Avengers movie without the X Men. It's possible. But it would be so much better yeah, if the X Men were part of that storyline, and we had characters and people that that could be part of that story because they were part of the the Secret Wars uh, run in the comic books, and they were h- integral parts of it. Um, you know, Wolverine was a massive part of it, and I, I don't want to get into spoilers about what happens with Wolverine, but he was a massive part of that yeah. storyline. So for him not to be part of it would be very be disappointing. Weird.
0: Yeah, it'd be weird. Yeah. Okay cool well thanks professor great education as always Uh, bell has rung and school is over all right well that's it for us this week we'll be back next week for more super talk to get
1: in touch with us on social media hit us up via email supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at supertalkpod on twitter until then stay super everyone We'll